Hello and welcome to Say When, a Geeky Podcast, episode 18, the good, the bad, and ugly of the DC Cinematic Universe. It's the 16th of January, 2019. There are 338 days until the release of Star Wars Episode 9, and I'm Sally. Who's counting? I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. How's everybody? I'm I'm doing all right. Again, 338 days until the release of Episode uh, (laughs) 9. So, you know, we're less than a year out. I'm good. Yay. (laughs) I'm good. Uh, What about you, Melissa? I'm doing well, ramping up for tax season. So, you know, life's a little hectic right now. But other than that, doing well, doing well. Is that going to like, does that like come to an abrupt end on April 15th or 16th? Uh, Yeah, you know, we'll tie up a few loose ends and take a few days off after. So pretty much probably have like a little company celebration and then take a few days off. Well, I mean, if the government's still shut down, are they still going to be collecting all that stuff? Oh, yeah. They're going to be coming back to work unpaid. Whoa. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so they're going to be cranky, pay, too. They'll be cranky, They'll too. <laughs> so, like, they were a pleasure to deal with prior to this situation. So, they're going to be really great to deal with now. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Happy blame them. Yeah. Well, working for free and, you know, that's going to suck. I can only imagine. So anyway, if you don't live in this country and we do have a few listeners who are um, from away, they they live abroad. Um, our government is partially shut down. So there are something like 800,000 federal workers, I think, that, that aren't working right now, not getting paid or they're, they're, um, Working and not getting paid, which I would imagine would be more annoying than than at is least that, sitting at is home. Isn't that slavery? They will eventually get paid. They're going to get back pay, but just... Yeah, yeah. They're not getting their paycheck when they would normally get their paycheck, which is unfortunate because, you know, a lot of people aren't able to pay their mortgage payment, and it's possibly going to affect their credit and, mm. you know, their ability to feed their families, and so... It's it's not a good thing at all. Mm-mm. No, no, not at all. It's, it's unfortunate. So, you know what they say about politicians, and uh, the unfortunate truth is, if you refuse to be involved, you're governed by your inferiors. So there you go. Um, I just insulted every politician, didn't I? All right. So um, I was being nonpartisan, <laughs> insulting everybody. Okay. Um, so news and notables. Uh, do we want to save the reviews and just like hit a couple of news things first? Yes. Sure. Okay. Yeah, let's um, do it. First of all, Frankie, you were saying you hadn't even heard about this DC Universe, which is DC streaming service. Um, it is um, offering some TV shows, some movies, but not all. And um, it's also got the it's- comics on there. It's up and running right now. Yes, it is. And it is $75 a year, like $74.99 a year, or $7.99 bill monthly. So if you're really into DC Comics, it might be a good call because you can read them like on the streaming service on the big screen. You can see the comics big, right? You know, you've got a 40-inch TV or whatever. You can see it there. Well, let's be honest. On my Kindle, I could look at comics. Okay, but but, I mean, it's a streaming service. It's a streaming service, so um, you know you'd have access to I think probably most of them, but I don't I don't 
know all the ins and outs. And, and as we've kind of discussed, DC is really not my jam at all. So I probably am not going to put the money into it. I'm sort of interested in Titans, which is the live action teen Titans show that they've got. But I'm not sure I'm interested enough to actually buy the service. Uh, but if you are a DC person, and if you're listening to this particular podcast, you might be, um, that service is out there and available to you. And I, w- I would love to hear from any of our listeners who who potentially have it, whether they like it, if it's worth the money, um, or is there some stuff once you dig in that's really worth it? That's that's information I feel like we need. So, you know. I know there's going to be a few, like, um, what is it? Originals, basically. Right. Like, like Titans. Um, and yeah. Doom Patrol and Swamp uh, Thing. Yeah. I've got one friend that's a really big Swamp Thing fan. And it's probably his only interest in the DC universe. So is he going to do this know. thing or no? Have you? Talked I don't know. I need it? to ask him. I haven't talked to him, but yeah. there's going to be a Harley Quinn adult comedy. Oh, really? Which, yeah, <laughs> that actually sounds pretty interesting. Maybe we should um, go in together on it and like for can, one see month. If we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> watch everything uh well i was we can maybe get it uh for our little getaway our little yeah well at this point we've got to like book a month away book a month away to see everything but um the other thing i saw briefly birds of prey dc is coming out with a movie called birds of prey and the release date is 2020 and it's like canary and other female heroines in the DC universe joined by Harley Quinn to shut down a villain. Which villain is it? Not the Joker, but to shut down a villain. Like Harley Quinn's like, this is so bad. I have to come in on the side of the, the good guys for this one. So they do have that. Well, she's been known to do that in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. She flips back and forth between being good and, bad hmm she's conflicted well aren't we all <laughs> depends on your definition i suppose <laughs> um yeah but uh, the joker's not in this movie so i guess that sort of takes away that i guess desire to for her to be totally bad i don't know um so there's that and then the other thing was the trailer for spider-man far from home dropped so, um, there is some contention that this sort of spoils Avengers 4. Do we want to talk about that or no? No, let's not do any spoilers. Okay, because it's not... Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on... Does it spoil it? It depends on when that movie is set, right? Yeah. So, um... Like Ant-Man you know, and the Wasp. Of course we do spoilers for movies that we've actually watched. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to potentially spoil something that we haven't watched yet. Right. For our listeners or for ourselves. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I mean, I just remember with Ant-Man and the Wasp, nobody was super specific about when the time frame was for that movie. And it turns out there are really good reasons, right? Because with Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's running basically concurrent to Avengers 4, you know, with the snap and all that jazz. So, um, this is, yeah, 
And and Frankie, you were mentioning before we went on mic that uh, Marvel doesn't do anything by accident. So they they know they know that this maybe slightly spoils something. So anyway, all right. So we saw several movies over the um, break. So why don't we start out with Spider Man into the Spider Verse? I think we all saw that at least one time. Uh, Frankie, you, I think, were the first one to see it, and you came back with rave reviews. I absolutely loved it. It was, uh, you know, it was, I, I don't know, I love the way it was, like, drawn, the artwork, illustration, I love the, the music in it, like, like, he was a funny kid, you know, it reminded me, I don't know, and I like, you know, it, it, but it still had enough tie-ins to, like, you know, either, you know, you know the Kingpin, Tombstone, you know, the bad guys are in it, um, you know, alternate universe. So, yeah, everything about it, I, I enjoyed. I even enjoyed Spider-Ham because it was the, <laughs> it was that little bit of, you know, of, you know, slapsticky. This is, you know, this is a comic and it tells mm-hmm. you, you know, kind of all this stuff and it makes fun of it. Um, so, yes, I love the movie. Everything about it is of the of the three movies I saw this winter. It was my favorite. OK, cool. Melissa, what do you think? Well, I went to see it with um, my stepson, um, who's 16, and it is absolutely on the top of his list of favorite movies, which was surprising um, Mm -hmm. because he's usually, you know, pretty hard to please. So he really enjoyed it. And I can see why I was really a fan of the art style as well. And, um, you know, it was fun to see all the alternate Spider-Man characters. Yeah. Especially, you know, female. Would it be in Gwen? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I don't have anything negative to say about it. I thought it was really well done. Um, Would watch it again. Probably won't buy it, but... Did you have fun trying to pick out all the different voices? Huh. I didn't really pay much attention. Tell me. Like like Nick... uh... Nicholas Cage being yeah Nick uh, Cage Spider- yeah that was perfect that was exactly the same thing with Tommy spoke I was like that's Nick Cage it's yeah so <laughs> like I hung around in large part to make sure I wasn't hearing things but um, yeah that was perfect <laughs> I mean Chris Pine which one was he he was one of the Peter Parkers yeah but which Peter Parker the one that died can I say that well we're spoiling. Oh, we spoil this. movies we've already seen. Yeah, People so, should know by now that we yeah, yeah. Uh, we, 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 we have spoilers. Remember the blonde-haired Peter Parker that died? He's like, kid. yeah, yeah. That was Chris Pine. Okay, okay. Yeah. I no, yeah. I did not pick his voice out, but cool. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I, I I liked it. I am not. I freely admit that I'm not into the comics, and I'm not really. Spider-Man has never been my uh, go-to hero of choice. So, I took the kids and um, also my stepson, or one of my stepsons. The other one had to work. And, uh, you know, I thought it was cute. I was entertained. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, and with as with you, Melissa, I'm not sure I'll buy it. I mean, I might buy it for the kids, but... It's probably not going to be one that I pull out to put on. And I'm sure your right. boys really would like it, Frank. Did your boys oh, they like loved it? it? Yeah. Yes. So, 
Um, again, no criticisms really at all of the movie. Just um, it was really bright and really colorful, which was fun. It was it was great to see such a diverse cast of of spider men, if you will, or spider person, spider animals, whatever. Um, spider anime. Spider anime. Yeah, I, and my daughter, my oldest daughter, adored the anime spider. Uh, well, what who was it? Penny Parker. Yeah, adored her. Just thought it was wonderful. So, yeah, I mean, because she's really into she's really into anime right now. So I thought that was great, and um, yeah, that's good stuff. So you also saw Bumblebee. I didn't see Bumblebee. Melissa, did you see Bumblebee? No, I haven't seen it yet. Do you want to see it? I kind of do because he's Bumblebee is my favorite in the Transformer Uh world. So. Uh Should I see it? Yes, you will love it. It is the perfect... Okay, you know we talk about bridge movies that bridge our generation to our kids and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. It is the perfect bridge movie. As I was reading some of the reviews, it actually actually said, you know, it it made... Somebody made a reference to to Star Wars saying, Bumblebee (laughs) nailed how you should do a bridge movie from one generation to the next. Awesome. So... Mm. It was uh, the music in it. You're gonna love. It's very Spielberg-esque in a lot of ways, you know, because like the kids are the hero kind of deal. Um, interesting enough, the the main character, the girl, in Bumblebee, also play does the voice, I think, of Gwen in Spider Verse. Oh, okay, cool. interesting. Yeah. So, and she did a great job. It was just awesome. Bumblebee was go see it. Go see it. Best movie. It was. It was. It was like in a lot of ways. It was as good as Spider-Verse. It was everything about it. Like in the end scene, oh, I won't let y'all, let y'all see it because y'all, y'all think it's funny. The last kind of scene of the movie is really, really a cute scene. But yeah, it's um, it's really, really, really good. If you like Bumblebee, Melissa, you will absolutely yeah. love this movie. You know, Transformers movie in general, the, the only problem I have with them is scale. Yes. Like how... Does Bumblebee, this massive transformer, become a VW bug? Like, how do you get something that big into them? What? That's what? That I mean, something. The scale thing is crazy. That's where, your, that's where your suspension disbelief falls off. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, she can see all this crazy stuff in Star Wars. It's just like, what? It's just make believe. I don't uh, pay attention to that stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad to see that you have a limit. It's yeah. reassuring. <laughs> it's, you, you oh, kill. if looks could kill. <laughs> what were you, what were you saying, Frankie? Chiming in? Go ahead. I just say that it's, 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 you're right. I mean, that's just one of the things you just have to. I mean, it's a, right? it's a suspension of disbelief thing, but it's jarring for me to yeah. see it. And I so it takes it. me out of, it takes me out of the movie. And it's not that it precludes me from enjoying the movie as a whole. It's that it throws me to see, you know, this robot become so massively different in size. And Transformers, for me, because they are mechanical, uh, kind of put them in a different category than you know just magic 
And I can, well, with magic, I can just be like, check it out. Oh, it's just magic. But if it's something is distinctly mechanical, then is it magic? And so that's kind of where I have to, I have to make a conscious effort to turn that kind of stuff off. And so anyway, it, it is what it is. And speaking of the scene, this is, I'm really jumping off base here, but the scene where, um, in Return of the Jedi, where they go into like hyperdrive and run, ram. You mean the last Jedi? Yeah. The last Jedi. Mm-hmm. What about it? Is that possible? We had a we had a listener question. I'm totally botching it right now. Okay, we had a listen- listener question about that. Like, is it possible to go into hyperdrive and, and then actually the hit another? Well, um, okay, so like, would the- that kind of in the Star Wars universe there are hyper lanes for shipping and stuff like that? Um, and Han Solo made the comment in the very first one about if you don't make the calculations right, then you'll jump through a star or whatever, and that would end your journey real quick. Frankie, correct me if I'm wrong. You're, you're absolutely right. And so, so in the novelization, there was an explanation that Poe had already keyed in coordinates to jump. So he was waiting to get word from Finn and Rose that they could jump. And... Mm-hmm. And so all those had been keyed in properly, but the ship had moved in that time period, like it was still going. And so mm-hmm. when she spun around to do that, I mean, the um, the alarms were blaring, like we, I don't guess we heard it, but, you know, the alarms were blaring and it wasn't going to let her do it. But but because the coordinates had been like put in there that it, it did it. And uh, there were a series of articles kind of coming out after the the last jedi saying oh is this is this possible isn't it possible blah 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 and first of all you you have to understand that that i'm not sure how possible hyperspace actually is for people but um like warp speed kind of thing i don't know how possible that actually is but I did see at least one article that said that's exactly what would happen, that you could do that. You could run into something, split it in half, and, you know, destroy 20 Star Destroyers with it, with all the, the ricochet behind it. So, well, I mean, not scientifically speaking, because Star Wars doesn't really follow no science, and just in the parameters of their, you know, world. I don't, I don't see why. Definition of how things work. Yeah, I don't see why it couldn't. Okay. Yeah. I, one of the, my bigger problem was like you would have thought that they would have used that technology by like, introducing that technology as a, a weapon of destruction. Because think about this: think if you, why not kamikaze it all the time? If you're an X-wing, well, Porkins well, did. He didn't do it in hyperspace. Right, but I'm saying, well, he. Right, but he I'm didn't. saying he they didn't. did. He, they did kamikaze it. Period. They did kamikaze, but I'm talking about the, but the level of destruction that, came, that comes from hitting at hyper hyperspace speeds. Well, uh, someone actually addressed that, and they the argument was you had to have a ship the size of the Radis to do that kind of damage. An X-wing's not big enough. Okay, an X-wing's X- too there, small. There, 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 but there's other frigates. You could you could just build frigates that were you know bigger than you know the. the and just constantly, just constantly, that's how your battles are. You know, you just have, you could have droids smart enough. I mean, they had the, they had the you know, the, the droids ships from the Clone Wars that were smart enough to say, okay, we're going to calculate this risk. And that they, the, the nav computer 
could constantly calculate this, and then they they introduced a weapon style that had not previously been used, and that so? I think, it, but I think that messed with people because okay. you could have done. I mean, it did. Uh, yeah, I know people can't accept change. Got it. Yeah, the stories have to all hidden in a happy ending. You know, <laughs> here's the thing. They don't. Mm -hmm. And if I can acknowledge and appreciate that the stories that I enjoy the best have happy endings, you don't get to give me crap about it. Because I'm 45 years old and I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not quite 45, but I will be shortly, so let's just call it. Wow. She just said her age live. Well, not exactly live. But anyway, moving along. All right, children. Next subject. I'm a grown woman. I don't know about you. I just told people how old I am. I'm a grown woman. Not a child. So, anyway. Right. Well, thank you for clearing that up for our listener question. Okay. And um, where that, were we? That brings us, unless there's another movie review to handle, that brings us to Aquaman. And I think we have very different perspectives on Aquaman. And, um, okay, so, does anyone want to go first? I feel like I always I go last. Will. But really? go ahead. I do. I feel like I always go last. And that's not fair. Y'all okay. y'all should have a chance to have the final word on stuff. But, okay. But. Well, I'm just thinking, I just keep thinking back to where, um, before we went to see it, Frankie's concern was that they were going to do too much. Mm -hmm. And it was too much of the villain was your concern, right? There were too many villains. That so was you villain. had the brother and Black Manta, right? That's what he's called, Black mm -hmm. Manta? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, my, my final thought on the movie was that the CG was just way overdone. It was just way over the top. And it, that in the end took me out of the movie, like that whole underwater scene fight battle Royale was just ridiculous. And if more of the movie had been just combat scenes between Aquaman and Manta or whoever, then it would have been a lot more enjoyable for me. But the, just too much CGI just really ruined it for me. What about the story itself? Um, did the CGI just take you out of it to the point where you couldn't enjoy the story? No, the story was okay. Um, and, and I'm not, I've admitted this freely. I didn't follow Aquaman. Um, I didn't know a lot about Aquaman until Jason Momoa took that role. I wasn't really all that interested in Aquaman. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't really know how much they varied mm -hmm. from his origin stories, but it seems like it was fairly close from what I remember. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. I was just a little disappointed. It was overdone on the CGI. That was mm -hmm. my opinion. In the final analysis. Frankie? Um, I did I did not enjoy Aquaman at all. I, like there were parts of I wanted to enjoy it. Like I've I've been really like as we started this, and maybe let's DC just quit. Like I've been hoping for DC to get it right. You know, I I am a Flash fan, 
Um, and they did. It was just a mess. Like, I thought, like, they were watching the movie, and I was like, that reminds me of Finding Nemo. Oh, that reminds mm. me of, is that the Kraken from, you know, Clash of the Titans? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Like, okay, I almost wanted them to, like, you know, I want to say the two main villains between, you know, Seamaster you know, uh, and, uh, and, and Black Manta. You could introduce one and then set it up for a sequel because you're going to make a ton of money on this movie. You're going to have a sequel. So, like, do Manta in your, in your end game. Or, like, have your opening scene, like, being Black Manta, and then he's gone. That'd have been fine, and then like you know, then have an end credit scene where Black Manta's like plotting his revenge. I thought it was way too. I also thought it was a, a bit too violent. Some yeah, of the, some of the stuff. Um, it was really, really violent for a DC because DC, you know, between you know, unless you're, unless you're Deadpool, or Venom, unless you know you're calling your character, you're Aquaman. You're not. You're not this violent character right you are you know you're superman you're spot you know that you're that level um i thought it was a very violent thing um some of the stuff was just weird like well all of a sudden they got to go to this little italian island he's got to be in linen pants and a linen shirt you know and then they're going to go sailing off on the boat but she's like in this little dress but all of a sudden she's not in the dress anymore she's in her superhero gear with all her you know stuff hanging out i'm like and her hair was super red and it just took me out of the story so i mean like i remember looking at my watch being like is this thing will ever end i know me too and i was so i, I just wanted to be over and yeah. i was disappointed because i really was looking forward to this movie y'all know like every single podcast i'm like aquaman so excited and then i went and saw it and i was like oh, this is not what i hoped it would be really disappointed but i wonder if the dark like um, just violent side of the movie came through James Wan. You know, most of what he's directed has been pretty crazy stuff. Like Saul. He directed Saul. Oh. And Insidious and The Conjuring. And, you know, so that's probably why we saw a little bit more guts and gore and stuff just my thought i was wondering how he would put his stamp on it and i don't know for certain that's why but it would stand to reason yeah i don't know like i said it was you know the biggest movie it's supposed to be the biggest movie over the christmas i'm sure it probably made the most money over the christmas holiday but and you know, one of our listeners just commented. I mean, like a lot of people loved it. A lot of people loved the movie, and I was just favorite movie. Like their people, this is their new favorite DC movie. So I hate to talk smack about it, but it just it disappointed me. It was Gladiator underwater, and somebody said it even reminded me of like the end scene where all the um, whatever the crab people. Yeah. Oh. Really? I mean, yeah. That was just the crap so... people, they said that reminded them of like a Harry Potter scene from another Harry Potter movie where like all these people in the darkness are kind of surrounding Harry Potter as he plunges into the darkness. And I was like, I didn't see that Harry Potter. I don't know. They said that kind of reminded them of that. And like, I just, just going on and on. And I've went. seen all the Harry Potters. I so don't, I, what? She said there was a scene like where the, um, you know, where, where you know, Aquaman and they got the, 
whatever the torches as they're plunging deeper and under the water and you look around and all the crab you know the crab aqua people are kind of surrounding yeah into the depths in in the trench yeah, as they're going into the trench, she said that reminded them of a Harry Potter scene. I was like, well, I haven't seen a Harry Potter scene. She goes, but the other, she also agreed there were several, um, several movies just kind of slung in there. And, like they just kind of ripped off a bunch of movies. Yeah. To pull it together. Yeah, and so Jason Momoa doesn't do it for me. The heroine. Well, he, yeah. She doesn't like Amber the, Heard. Amber Mira. Heard. Yeah, Mira. She. I was like, yeah. Her hair was too red? Yeah. Yes, that was another thing that bugged me. It just looked Okay, just so I'm clear. Just so I'm clear. She looked like Ariel. Just so I'm Ariel. That's who it was. That's why I kept thinking about it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just so I'm clear. Y'all are giving me crap for having problems with scale in, in a Transformers movie, and you're complaining about hair color? No, With I think all you're the confused. Wild? I think I think we need to back up a little bit. We're giving you crap about it because you always give us crap about when we point out these things, and now you're finally noticing something like that that bugs you. That's why we're giving you crap about I've it. I've noticed things like that that bug me for ages. I mean, that's not but you don't. You usually like if it's a movie you really love, you just kind of like, eh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> so it's just amusing. But um, yeah. No, we all have things like that that bug us. But that is, yeah, that bugged me too. She looked like Ariel. She looked like a cartoon character. She didn't look like a real, and I know it's fantasy. That's what you're saying. It's supposed to be kind of. I haven't said anything yet. Like I haven't haven't even given my opinion on this movie at all. Well, things I enjoyed about the movie, Nicole Kidman was just awesome. I loved watching her fight scenes. Um she still looks beautiful. And um, Jason Momoa and Patrick Wilson. The main reason I said I was going to see the movie still stands. Patrick Wilson and those gratuitous butt shots. I was really happy about that. <laughs> and if I have anything good to say about the CGI, they actually did a pretty decent job um, of making him look like 10 years younger. In a way that wasn't super obvious. He reminded me of somebody. Like, I was looking at him the whole movie thinking, you look like... And who was it? I can't remember who it was now. But it was kind of distracting. He looked really good. Um, And so did Jason Momoa, of course. And Nicole Kidman was beautiful. Um, Yeah. So... Manta? I know that's probably... Like, really close to what his original character looked like mm-hmm. back in the day, back in the comics. The costume, I, but we the discussed costume was it. was so stupid. We, we <laughs> talked about that. And so I went and I looked up, and that's actually pretty close to the costume, the current Couldn't costume. They have, like, modernized it. Like, that is a costume I would have liked to have seen modernized a little bit and not so close to what it originally was because it just looked lame to me the his his uh submarine or whatever was really cool i thought that was awesome but that helmet man really that big bulbous helmet that was just i don't know i couldn't take him seriously as a villain with that big old bulbous head sorry (laughs) 
these are the things I know. I don't know what this says about me, but you were cool with Aquaman changing clothes into the dead man's clothes after he got the trident. Yes. You're, that was fine because he has that to wear that fun. outfit because that's Aquaman's outfit. Yes, he has to bring in some nostalgia, sure. And but it's not a big bulbous helmet. It just was weird. Like that there's no aerodynamics to that. He looks like he could just tip over. Have you ever seen one of those puppies like because their head is so huge and they're trying to eat food and their rear end pops up? It's just no, you never seen that, Sally? I'm, I'm sure. Frankie? Yes, yes, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, I understand the physics and the and, and physiologically how sometimes like people are top-heavy, but, you know, I mean, I get that. But I couldn't. Okay. I just couldn't with that costume. No. There were a lot of things about that movie that just... It, it should have appealed to children... If it weren't for, I, it just felt like they didn't know where they were going with it. Is this a kid's movie because of all these chintzy, cheesy costumes or in the red hair and the aerial, you know, or is this an adult movie with all the violence? And it just seemed inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Quiet one. Sally, your turn. As will come as a shock to precisely no one, I disagree. Um, <laughs> I, I okay. No, let me back up. I do not, on any level, think this was a perfect movie. And uh, Aquaman is not a hill I'm going to die on. Period. It's just not. It does not. Flat out, does not matter to me that much. But there were things that I didn't like. Uh, first of all, I really didn't feel like there was a lot of great chemistry between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa. It was just kind of like, it just mm-hmm. fell really flat to me. Um, yeah. So, so that for me, it kind of took me out of it. I was like, and I, if two, if two actors have great chemistry, watching them kiss is not a chore, you know, but if they don't have chemistry, then it's just kind of awkward and you're looking in someone's bedroom window and it's just like, "Ah." I I didn't. So I wasn't particularly impressed by that. Uh, One of the other things that I sort of had a question about um, that was answered in the movie was this before or after justice league. And it was answered after It, it is indeed after. So, I thought he had never been to Atlantis before. If that's the case, then why did he go there about the box? Like, did did they forget that? And wasn't it Amber Heard that he was talking to about the box? Okay, fine. What exactly did she ask for from him? Like, to me, that was a plot hole from Justice League that I was looking forward to, to having an answer for. It felt, to me, that felt like kind of a big moment. And... And, and there wasn't a payoff for me there. So that that was kind of like, eh, so what what she need? What'd she want? Um, so there was that. And I, I'm trying to think what else. It was a bit overwhelming, I think, to watch. But that said, I thought that it was a beautiful movie like I really did like a lot of the things that they did and whether it was 
the simple stuff that was on land, but they did some really kind of cool things when Arthur's a kid and all those fish kind of come to his defense in the in the aquarium. I thought that was cool, you know, to see that sort of first surge of power from mm-hmm. the one who becomes Aquaman. And I genuinely laughed at the, you know, the bikers in the bar who are like, aren't you that fish fish boy or whatever and and he responds with it's fish man and you expect to see a fight break out oh can we do selfies you know and so for me that was you know like a genuinely funny movie or moment in the movie and one of the things that it does that some other movies don't do it seemed to me to tell a pretty complete story within the confines of that movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you've got Manta hanging out as the, okay, this is going to be the villain in the next piece, but you deal with you deal with the brother, the half-brother, right? And you deal with that main story, and, and it's a complete movie, and I appreciated that about Aquaman. Um, so, yeah, um... I thought that it was worth seeing and I really I looked at it as something better I I I liked it better than I thought I was going to and maybe that's the difference between you and me Melissa I went in with zero expectations and you went in with much higher ones so for me it was very easy to set a bar where I was like oh yeah I actually kind of like that movie you know so for me I think it was a little bit easier to get to a point where I was like yeah I like this as opposed to as opposed to this didn't live up to my expectations. Um, I, I did read an article and I could not find it again where it discussed this potentially is Aquaman sort of the reboot for the DC universe. And I think it's possible. Um, mm. I do. I think it's possible that this could be kind of a reboot, kind of like the start a part two for dc or whatever i don't know i would i would say that wonder woman was but you think well wonder woman came out prior to dc um prior to justice League. league right so if it's come out so you think justice league well i guess it kind of gets into the meat and potatoes of this because uh, the meat and potatoes stuff is basically what DC movies, you know, have potential and, and don't, and what are the ones we like and all that jazz. So do we want to move into that to kind of have yeah. a more in-depth discussion on that level? Um, so we've got two that are like thumbs down and one thumbs up for Aquaman. All right, moving along. Yeah. And, and you know what? Anyone who generally listens to the podcast will know that that's generally how things are going to go here. Not intentionally, but it seems to be the case. <laughs> it's always the case. Right. <laughs> it's kind of lonely being me sometimes. Uh, okay, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Would you guys like to see the one that recently got fired? James Gunn, is that his name? Yes, would okay. you, James Gunn. Would you like to see him, since he's obviously got his plate cleared for him, <laughs> would you like to see him move over to D.C.? Because I really enjoyed his work on Guardians. And I think, as you know, you're talking about the reboot of the DC Universe. And that's one of the things I was thinking about. I was like, he's got a good feel for comics and and, and these kind of comic action movies and humor. 
he could do some great work over on. He might be what DC needs. He does, yes. If anybody I agree. And I'm sure right. plenty of people at the DC executive level are listening to us. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it was one of the things I was thinking about, like, you know, as, as the reboot restart, like, does, and you, and Sal, your question I thought was great, but does the DC universe need to continue? Um, I think he could do fantastic things over at DC. So, it absolutely needs to continue. Yeah. Um, so. They need to make some improvements. I think they have made improvements over the years. Okay. Well, let me if I'm let me forgive me as I try to recall the thesis of this article, but they were making the argument, and I'm getting really angry at myself for not being able to find this. They made the argument that Marvel rebooted with kind of like a second tier character, Iron Man. Right, because he's kind of, you had to know Marvel to kind of know him, and Aquaman fits that same bill. And DC hasn't really had success with Batman of late, right, of late. They haven't really had success with Batman and Superman of late, so maybe they need to back up. Because they've just run it in the ground. It's like, how many Batman movies, how many Superman movies can you have? You need... It's a breath of fresh air. Right. but And so the argument from this article was Aquaman could be that reboot because he's mm-hmm. kind of a second tier superhero. Not a lot of people are really invested in him. And that makes him more interesting because more people have are, are going to be interested in discovering more about him. Mm-hmm. Right. So Yeah. And there's so many about, more DC characters that they could have a movie mm-hmm. you know of their own right and, and and it's not like they're not doing i mean i mentioned did i mention the birds of prey movie on mic or before but i mean dc's gonna have gonna have another movie coming out um and it's not characters that we normally think of as you know top tier dc characters so mm-hmm. I, yeah I mean, I, th- I feel like that's kind of a, something to bear in mind vis-a-vis the DC universe. I have a lot of friends that are like hardcore DC fans and prefer it over Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I hear the words you're saying, but they don't make sense. Um, I know. You need to. I understand. What? As as big of a Wonder Woman fan as I am, I prefer Marvel. So, mm-hmm. but. You know, there are people out there that prefer DC. So I don't think DC needs to go anywhere. Yeah. They just need to make some improvements. Frankie, what a great idea. Somebody needs to put that out there. Well, um, see, I guess I get once as per usual, I'm the minority. Um, I, I, the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are fine. But I don't actually own the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Because they're just... I mean, they're fine. But they're not the ones that I choose to watch. You know? Like, if I'm going to choose to watch a movie from Marvel, it's probably going to be... Actually, the first Avengers is probably the one that, for me, has... Like, the most rewatchability. But, yeah. So, but I'm not you, saying he's not talented. I'm not saying he couldn't do a good job with that. I'm just saying, 
you know. So are you saying that you don't think that DC should continue? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I mean, I mm-hmm. I liked one. I I loved Wonder Woman. I liked Wonder. I liked the Wonder Woman movie better than you did. I think. Um, yeah. Because I didn't kind of get. I wasn't all that fussed about changing her backstory, and. I liked the Aquaman movie clearly better than y'all did. I liked Justice League certainly better than Frankie did. Oh. And yes. so, you know, I, there are plenty of things that I like about DC. And, and I even don't hate Ben Affleck as Batman. So, you know, I know I'm in the minority, Ugh. as per usual, again. But, you know... Um, so I'm not saying that DC needs to go away. I just I, what? What is your favorite DC movie? My favorite DC movie. Do we want to start out with favorites or end on a positive note? Um, can we break it in the cap in, in like last ten years? First ten, because like my favorite recent DC movie is going to be Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm a different person watching Suicide Squad. Like, I loved the Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. and this is where I'll show that I'm actually even older than you, Sally. By loved, precisely a year. By precisely a year. <laughs> I love the original Superman. Which would be the first DC movie that I yeah. recognized, right? I love the lo- first. I used to watch me some Superman. Wonder Woman TV show too. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I remember so, yeah. Wonder. Woman. I mean, I had the Wonder Woman underoos. Yeah, was it? I did not have Wonder Woman underoos, but well, I would I hope have, not. I did have Flash. I wouldn't think that the Wonder Woman underoos would fit you. <laughs> Just saying. Well, what about um, V for Vendetta? Oh, was that a DC movie? It was. It's DC. And that's the good. That's a good. That's a good call because it it's not the typical superhero: Superman, Batman, Flash, Green Lantern. That's a that's a good pull. Mm-hmm. Really. So is that one your favorite, Melissa? Um, it's up there. I have a lot of DC movies I really enjoy. That one is amazing. Um, like we were talking about previously, the Batman uh, Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises. Those three, all of them were excellent. Um, the Watchmen, I actually own that. Um, I like it when they are more gritty. I like it when DC goes the more gritty and kind of When you make that disclaimer or make that kind of statement, then it seems to argue that you wouldn't want James Gunn with his hands on it. It seems that you would prefer... Because to me, it seems like DC is trying to stick in that vein of gritty, kind of no-holds-barred, but... When they do, but like Aquaman seemed conflicted. No, Maybe no, Aquaman I mean, is like the transitional movie, <laughs> like to get us prepared for something more like what Marvel puts out. But, um, yeah, go ahead. What, what were you, what was your point? Well, no, I mean, no, my point was you, you seem to be contradicting that because you you were saying you really like the gritty stuff, but there were some pretty 
gritty recent things that I don't think you enjoy, like Batman versus Superman. Like, yeah, no. for me, for me, Batman versus Superman was. I wanted to like it. I wanted to, and that's the thing. I try to like things, and and sometimes I'm pretty successful, but. That one, literally, I remember sitting in my chair in the living room and just being like, is this ever going to end? Especially after trailers that indicated to me that I would, should be excited about this movie. You know, because I knew that there, Wonder Woman was going to be in it. And I was like, yes. And, and darned if she was like, for me, the only bright spot in that whole two and a half hour movie. Uh, so that's probably my least favorite of them. Um, so I'd like to go on record and say I completely agree with you. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. no, I I do not disagree. I, I just don't like it when they're not consistent about it. When it seems to be kind of so, confusing about what direction they're going. Like Watchmen and Vendetta to me were aren't, aren't the same category DC movies. As, right, because like, I don't even see V for like Vendetta a, as a DC kind of, like, that stuns me that that was even DC. You know, what? Yeah, so that's a different category of a, um, of a movie. Um, but I do think, like, because Guardians of the Galaxy are also at a level two, when you're talking about the reboot, they're, they're a level two team. They weren't, you know, they weren't the Avengers, they weren't Fantastic Four, they're not the X-Men. Um, I you know I read a handful of those comics when they were coming through. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they were you know want to be they were second rate space Avengers to me, and so I didn't really get into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. so they have this new movie Shazam coming out. Oh, yeah, like that's are, what I'm talking about. It's like it looks are, are, it are, looks you, awful. Does that look? I don't think that's geared at us. I don't think that's... I don't think I it's think for us, but yeah. Yeah, I think that is for every 12 to, you know, we'll say, we'll even say 10 to 14-year-old kid out there who dreams boy. of becoming boy. But will Last it be? The, like, I thought I Aquaman was going to be okay for kids, and it really wasn't. That's what I'm saying. That's my whole point. Like, I just think they're confused. Like, they don't know how to make a movie... So yeah, and that's consistent just, one way or the other. My um, because it was I forget was it was Shazam in front of Bumblebee? No, Shazam was in front of Aquaman. It was in front of Aquaman. No, it was in front of one of the others too. Because oh wow, really? It wasn't in front. It was, certainly was not in front of Spider Man. So it must have been. In front, it must have been in front of uh, Bumblebee because my 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 boy saw about that too, and my eight year old boy is very excited to see it. Because I guess you know the idea of being able to transform yourself from a kid, a power, you know, a kid into this big, you know, superhero. You know what? You know that's what we started. That you know that's what I started out when I started reading comics. You know, I imagine being these, you know, having these superpowers, and and all of a sudden you see a kid, you know, transforming and do exactly what you do in your mind all the time. So, and I think it's going to be silly enough. I think it's going to be a silly movie. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to, you know, he's trying to learn how to fly on a half pipe, on a skateboard half pipe, and mm. he falls. That's just, that is, that is slapstick humor. Uh, Shazam in the comics, what was he? Was um, he exactly that, or was he something else? No. Mm-mm. He was an no. adult. Yeah. And he was called Captain Marvel. 
That's not confusing at all. Well, exactly. So he was Captain Marvel, and he said Shazam to transform. And he predates, but Marvel owns it. So he, they couldn't, DC could not go with this whole, especially since Captain Marvel and Shazam were coming out in the same year. Hmm. So yeah, Shazam was the original Captain Marvel. Hmm. And okay. he was an adult, and he, it is magic, and he actually did give some, he, 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 he um, I didn't realize Shazam, and, and a lot of what I'm telling you is from, because when I did read Shazam, this is when I was like, you know, eight to ten long time ago mm. um he had magic and he did give some of his powers to another kid so like he divide he could divide his magic powers up because there's even a dog that could transform too so it's like another boy and a little girl and the dog could all become like shazam he wasn't quite he was and he was just a nearly a superman mm-hmm. right and he his biggest uh, was it black adam was his big adversary who was basically just the, the dark side of the magic and that's who he had to fight so, and Black Adam, if, if I had to say who Black Adam looked like, I would say he looked like a, he looked like Namor from, from the, uh, from Marvel, as far as what his actual, like, you know, black hair, kind of a widow's beak, short thing, and just, you know, strong as well. Nearly as strong as Superman as well. But that's it. I mean, I think my boys will like it, but I definitely do not think I will like it. Hmm. We shall see. Hmm. <laughs> Not sure I want to spend my movie money on that. I think yeah. I'm... You know, I I'm just kind of like... You know, especially if I have... Because I'm going to have to see Captain Marvel, right? And then I'm going to... Oh, uh, yeah! <laughs> and then I'm going to have to see Avengers. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And you're going to have to see Joker. Not... <laughs> Wait, when's that coming? October. We got a long way. No, so. you know, you know what? Before then, Wonder Woman. Last mm-hmm. time I checked, it releases near our birthday. Yes, again. So it's going to be the perfect birthday movie. Um. So, any, are either of you guys interested in the X Men Dark Phoenix? Yes, she is. Yes, I am. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, so it's it is a big movie year again. It's a big movie year. Yeah, it's um, a big movie. You know, I mean, obviously, I my my primary concern is one at the end of the year, but it's a big movie year. Yeah, it's so, gonna be a good year. Um, Wait, Dark Phoenix is this year too. When does that come out? I don't have my phone. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. X Men yeah. Dark Phoenix. X-Men Dark Phoenix, yeah. Put my phone down somewhere. I'm looking it up right now. Um, That comes out June 7th. And then when's Wonder Woman come out then? That's next. Okay, what's Memorial Day? That's 2020, isn't it? No. What's the Memorial Day? Okay, what's the Memorial Day movie? I think it's Wonder Woman. Or right after. Wonder Woman 1984. Dead air. Yeah, that's next year, Sally. Yeah. They moved it all the way back. Huh. They moved then they moved it that was supposed to come out. Um it was gonna be Thanksgiving this year and then the, I thought they'd moved it back to us or to this year. Hmm. hmm. 
they're saying how Steve Trevor gets brought back in 1984, and I really want to know. So June 5th. I, well, you know what? I can understand why they moved it. I mean, if they had to move it back rather than, or if they moved it back rather than pushing it up, they want to get it as far away from Star Wars as they can, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it's just uh, there's a lot more jockeying because there's some big there's big titles hitting because I think mm-hmm. some people I think solo people got really mad about you know this a lot of not 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 us level people I'm talking about like movie executive people because you know a lot of people thought they should have moved the the release of solo. Well, they should have. And Bob Iger, who is in charge of Disney, said that it was his call not to move it. And that was his fault that they didn't. Yeah. And so. So so I think a lot more people, that's probably just, you know, if he's saying that, so it's probably a lot more sensitive. Mm hmm. I mean, he, he, there was a bit of, there's been a bit of ridiculousness calling for Kathleen Kennedy's job and all that stuff. And it's like, yeah, she's already made back the $4 billion purchase price. They're not firing her. <laughs> no. They're not firing her. Don't be stupid. But it, regardless. Okay, so um, my least favorite DC film has, to be fair, I think probably has to be the relatively recent Batman versus Superman, which is, I've already said, Mm -hmm. I think that justice league had potential and remains with potential. Um, and I think, um, yeah, definitely has potential. And then on my list of DC movies that I really enjoyed, like I'd like to rewatch, um, number two, no, let me start with number number three is probably would be Aquaman. Number two would be Suicide Squad. And number one would be Wonder Woman. So when I'm thinking about DC, if these if in sort of the traditional DC sort of thought process or current DC thought process, now I remember going to see Batman with Michael Keaton in the theater when I was, um, gosh, it was. 1988 was it summer of 88 ish uh summer 89 somewhere in there um i had a pretty tragic summer in 89 but i think it was around that time period and um there was a movie theater that opened up near where i lived in south florida and they had you know uh retro prices (laughs) so you got in for like a quarter and even in 1989, a quarter is a good deal to get into the movies. And, mm-hmm. and the drinks were like a dime or a nickel or something. So you wow. spend a buck and go to the movies kind of thing. And I remember seeing in that whole, that summer swath of movies, I remember seeing um, Batman. And I also saw Dead Poets Society. Oh. Which was such a good movie. That's a good movie. I mean, just. So good. So good. <laughs> but anyway, but I remember seeing Batman. And the reason we saw Dead Poets Society was because Batman sold out. And, oh. and so we had to come back to see Batman. And uh, this was, of course, before you could order online or anything like that. <laughs> like you had to stand in line and get your tickets way back There then. was no online. <laughs> yeah, no, there was no online. Computer at home, what now? <laughs> what, what magic is this? Um, 
Yeah, so I, I remember. What year was that? 88, 89? Okay. You were dating your first husband. Yeah. Playing Oregon Trail on a computer, possibly. That's right. Yeah, you were. You were. And the. And the, and the Getting dysentery. Yeah, the car. Or you broke your leg and Frankie got uh, got a snake bite. Yeah. I got a snake bite. You need to rest. Need to rest. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. You rested, and then you, and then you died anyway. Um, yep. Here's the historical irony: there, the the uh, old the saying was you could find your way from St. Joseph to Oregon by following the tombstones, by following the grave markers. That's how many people died on the Oregon Trail. So when they killed us off, they weren't far from wrong. They weren't wrong. Um, okay, so. I really did enjoy those, and I, I liked the Michael Keaton version. I remember watching Batman and Robin and liking Batman and Robin. I did, and and I think... I big, remember that. I remember you were a big fan. Yeah, I liked of, that. Um, Chris Robin. O'Donnell. Yeah, Chris mm-hmm. O'Donnell. Loved Chris O'Donnell. I still like Chris O'Donnell. Um, <laughs> it reminds me of something in college. But, um, yeah, I... Uh, I really liked that one, and I don't remember hating George Clooney as Batman either. Like, I don't remember disliking him. George Clooney was fine. Yeah, and then we got into, like, a... uh, There was, like, a break, right? And then they rebooted the Batman stuff Mm -hmm. with the Christian Bale movies. And I actually never saw those. Like, I never... I missed them. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I knew about them. You did miss them. But I I just I was sad they kicked Christian Bale off. Me too. Yeah. And went with Affleck because I thought Christian Bale, because we were talking about saving a franchise, I thought Christian Bale, mm-hmm. especially the very first reboot, the, the very first one, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. that's a that was a really good Batman, mm-hmm. and I was really sad to see him go. Um, yeah. yeah, he was he was the best in my opinion. Yeah, and see, and the other thing is, once you start sort of that reboot process, then you have all the the Superman movies, and I just I just. I don't know if I was at a time in my life where I just didn't care. Like, I just wasn't into it. I just never picked up. I just didn't watch them. So, it it is what it is. But, I I picked up again sort of much more recently. And and I remember hearing Suicide Squad get panned, but I liked it. That was I really liked Suicide Squad. I mean... We really enjoyed watching that together and, like, just... Psychoanalyzing it. Yeah, I mean it's a fun movie. I mean it's a fun <laughs> yeah. movie, and and uh, I I don't know, heck, I don't. But you know, I I like um I like movies where you get antiheroes. I do, where people who have who were wrong, do the right thing. So it is what I suppose that's predictable on my part, but, um, I like, we all have our thing. Yeah. And Aquaman, I liked it better than y'all did. And uh, I'm going to make a bold controversial statement that I thought Aquaman or I enjoyed Aquaman more than I did infinity war. Um, at period. So, Wow. Wow. Can't agree there. Obviously. You never agree with me. It's fine. (sighs) That's not true. I enjoy Suicide Squad. 
There. There. We both like time. Star Wars. <laughs> we share a lot of common interests or we wouldn't be best friends. Mm-hmm. 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 So, yeah, so that those but are mine. We're also very truthful with one another. So mm-hmm. that's another reason why we get along. Yes. So those are my list. That's my list. So Frankie, least favorite. Um, Which ones have potential? Which are your favorites? Uh, favorites? Favorite most recently would be between Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad. Really like both those for all the reasons you guys have listed. Um, uh, I'm... Yeah, like, I don't know. Wonder Woman was so moving. It was such a good movie. And right, I don't know as much of the backstory for, for Wonder Woman. It, you know, most of my childhood money, what little bit of, I did have, went towards Marvel. Um, I did get a few Flash, a few, you know, Superman, things like that. I did get a few, but like I said, I'd pick up what I could and share some comics. Um, least favorite was... Uh, which movie was it where Arnold Schwarzenegger played Captain? Oh no! And the ice skating people. No. Oh, that was cheesy goodness. Uh, he's got like the neon ice suit. That's terrible. Oh yeah, it was like, uh, yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger played Mr. Freeze. There was this guy Bane. Bane, I am Bane. I show. have a vague recollection of this. Oh yeah, it's like, real vague and, though. And like, like the bad guy, like, like so Schwarzenegger, and he had like this neon ice suit, and like mm. the bad guys are ice skating around. It was Batman and Robin. So Sally, you should have <laughs> a recollection. Oh, okay, of it. was it Batman and Robin? Is that yeah, what it was? was? Batman See, Batman I was so I was so into Batman and Robin that I didn't worry about the villain. I just okay. Holy rusted, holy rusted metal, Batman. The metal totally right. Yeah, it was. So that was your least. That favorite. was 1997. Yeah, that was my least favorite one because I just could like ice skating, ne- the neon ice skating. Arnold yeah, I just blocked that out. I just Arnold blocked. Okay, to be fair, playing. I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger fan, so that my my opinion is probably a little bit. And and and, and, and the casting of that really really bothered me too because I thought Jeremy Irons should have been Mister Freeze. And I should have, and I thought Arnold Schwarzenegger should have been Bane. Like I had no problem with there being Bane versus Freeze, mm-hmm. but Schwarzenegger being Mister Freeze, who's this toothpick of a man, right? Is yeah, and and like the neon lights everywhere and the ice. I'm like, no. So that was my sorry. That was my. Well, I mean, I don't. I mean, obviously not a hill I'm going to die on. Again, yeah. I was much more enthralled by Chris O'Donnell. Um, than I was, you know, and in 1990, she was like, Arnold was in that movie. What? Yeah. I have, <laughs> and, but like I said, it's this real vague recollection of it, but I, it's, it's so vague that I can't even like really thought, pull it to the front. Um, yeah. And then, like I said, the original, the original, like, like to this day, you hear that the Superman's like gets me right in my core. The original mm-hmm. Superman soundtrack from when we were little kids. Yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't really see those. And y'all say, "Oh, well, you you lived in the you didn't. You could have still seen." Okay, who I live with in the country precluded me from seeing. Like, I didn't see and, and, ET because of who I lived with. Yeah. Kind and of so, thing. And, so and, and I, I didn't really ever. I, I think I've seen I, them in passing on TV. So, you know, I just want to say I did have you know the, the geeky father who was in this who is still into Star Wars and still you know who fed my comic book passion and and things like that. So I did have. 
Yeah, I didn't. I had my 70-something-year-old cousin who was a preacher. Uh, No. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so, I mean, that was it, like I said. But like I said, I was was always more of a Marvel guy. I did enjoy some DC, but like I said, limited funds. Limited limited funds still face my problems. Like I said, as I've... Because I picked up a Captain Marvel number one this week. They rebooted the Captain Marvel comic book, so... Picked up that, picked up a Jenga fat, picked up uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, still reading the comics, and it's been a number of years. All right, Melissa, so your least favorite, has potential, and favorite. Oh, goodness. Least favorite DC movie. What would that be? It would have to be Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite favorite man that's hard because i do have so many that i really like i mean i loved wonder woman i'm gonna say that one has potential i think it has potential to um get even better how about that but uh the dark knight trilogy was probably my favorite of the dc movies um and then i really loved Watchmen too Mm -hmm. i own those so and I own Wonder Woman too, but I there were a few things about Wonder Woman that kind of bugged me, but I really enjoyed the movie. It was absolutely one of my favorite in the DC, but I think it has potential to get even better. What about Suicide Squad? What does that roll in? Just sort of in the pack? It's it's one of my it's up there. I like it a lot. I enjoy it. A lot of people hate it. Why, but, why um, do people? A hate lot of my it? people, a lot of people in my circle hate it. Why? Um, I really don't know. I couldn't tell you, but they don't like it. I want to know why people don't like things that I like. I, I, like I'm really curious because, like, for me, That's that was a good just question sort of to throw out there. Yeah, I mean, we had we had a response on our um, on our last podcast. Are we done saying what we're going to say about? DC, are we good? I'm good on DC. Melissa, do you have anything you want to add on that? On DC? Um, so I ask the listeners their favorite, and we've had just two responses so far, and Aquaman and a Superman reboot with Henry Cavill were two responses. For favorites. So, for favorites. Okay. So so that's all we want to say on DC, or did you want to yeah. add to that? Okay. Um, <laughs> Thanks, good. There was um, a comment on our last podcast about least favorite things. And one of our listeners chimed in and said that his least favorite movie was Mother. Oh, yeah. And and, uh, said that he actually liked 8mm better than Mother. And I just, I bowed out of the conversation because I found 8mm so horrifying. But, but, um, he really disliked Mother. So, um... I I thought that was interesting. Like, I didn't get the feeling that... I mean, I got the feeling that I wouldn't enjoy that movie. Um, But, Melissa, do you... Would you put it there? I mean, mean, obviously... No, I I really... I was fascinated by the movie. That's probably Mm. the best way to describe it. I was just really fascinated with it. With all the... There were multiple um, ideas behind the story. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, you know, some of it was representative of how we're treating the earth 
Um, some of it was representative of like a narcissistic individual. Um, there were just multiple layers to that story. And so I was really, really fascinated by it, but it was difficult to watch. There's just, there's one scene in particular, Frankie, have you seen it? I have not. Um, there's one scene in particular that you just can't unsee and it just like sears into your brain and it's horrible. And, um, it's a Darren Aronofsky film, right? Yeah. Starring Jennifer Lawrence. So if any mm-hmm. listener out there wants to, to watch mother, um, and it is from my understanding, a deeply layered, deeply nuanced film. Mm-hmm. which makes fairly scathing commentary on on um, modern religion. society, religion, just everything. Yeah. Um, I, I freely admit that that movie would be well beyond anything I think I would enjoy. I mean, just, um, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd do it if I had to. Um I wanted to do a podcast about it um, prior to Frankie, you're coming on board after watching it because it was just so fascinating to me, but um, it's not really our cup of tea. It's a little too heavy, I think. Interesting. But um, because we're usually kind of like nothing, nothing serious to hear here kind of podcast, but uh, that is a very deep, dark dive that we would take if we were to. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it speaks to me for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, I'm and that, that's the other thing. It's, it's not, people often, I think, have trouble with movies that are, are nuanced, particularly if they're not of a mindset to like really think about them and like really go into them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, if I saw that movie, I might well agree with him. That's the worst movie I've ever seen, you know, and that would be fine. You know, I I could see myself agreeing with him, but, but that having been said, I think it's one of those situations where there are a lot of films that, that people really dislike in part because it just, it just, they just don't speak to them. Mm -hmm. You know, I, yeah. I think it would have to, if if you had not had experience with some of these issues that are brought up in the movie, then you would probably just see maybe the religious aspect of it, mm-hmm. um, which is deeply disturbing in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, from Wasn't Donald Gleason in that too? Did I make that up? Donald Gleason uh, Pucks. Wasn't he like the son, one of the sons or something? Probably. I don't remember all the casting in it, okay. but I um, made that up. You know, I was in a relationship with a diagnosed narcissist, so that was one of the things that made it very interesting to me because he speaks about how it that is part of what is you know represented in the movie, so. And then, you know, anyone who's concerned about the environment mm-hmm. and what's happening, you know, on our planet, it has a lot of undertones about that as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, fascinating. Yeah. I found it fascinating. Yeah. And, and this particular listener felt like 
eight millimeter wasn't terrible because Nicolas Cage went ahead and went after the bad guys, even though it wasn't, I guess, easy to do. I, I don't know. I, I just remember being horrified by the whole thing and just hating every moment I was sitting in that theater. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> do what now? You're no. sorry. You're apologizing. I'm still sorry. <laughs> well, the one you actually apologized in the middle of was 12 Monkeys, and that was terrible, too. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I blame you for that. All right. Well, what now? I just, have you guys seen Bird, Bo- Bird Box, which seems to be all over? Yes. There? Yes. We got to talk about that. Sally, haven't you haven't seen, seen it. it. I haven't seen Neither it. Neither one of you have seen it? So, that's oh one of the things I was going to say. Okay. Have you seen it? Yes. And Stop you what you're doing it. and go watch it. I haven't watched a movie in a long time that just had me on the edge of my seat. Like, and, and I wasn't like playing on my phone or doing something else. I wasn't multitasking while watching it. I, that movie had my full attention. Okay. I will watch it by the time, the next time we do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to talk about it. We should be talking about it right now, but cause it's going to be old news by the time we cast, do a podcast again, but it was really, really, I loved it. Somebody told me to compare and contrast Bird Box and A Quiet Place. He said, watch A Quiet Place first and then watch Bird Box. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if y'all had all. I've seen both. And I, yes, there's some similarities for sure. Certainly could be compared to that movie. But a lot more interesting, I thought. Okay. Sally, don't watch it with the kids. Frankie, don't watch it with the kids. <laughs> All right. So I think we're done. We're done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Well, Fun. Th- interesting topic. I enjoyed yes, it. Yes. Very interesting. Uh, we'll have to decide what to do next. Thank you for listening, y'all. Uh, you can find the podcast on Facebook at Say When Podcast. And you can email us at saywinpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and field your questions. As per usual, you can find me as Palmetta Blue on Twitter and Palmetta's Desk on WordPress. Melissa, where can they find you? Paxi Babe on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Okay, and Frankie? I am GooniFet on Instagram and Twitter. Perfect. All right. As always, I will sign off saying, may the force be with you. Truth and justice. Always carry towel. Perfect. Bye, y'all. Good night. Bye.